The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Marcus, and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Earth, I think, and has worked for such promotions as Reality of Wrestling, Local Wrestling, RWR, Texas Wrestling League, Rise, New Texas Pro Wrestling, WCWA Wrestling, and I could go on, but I won't. Along the way, she shared the ring with likes of Gigi Ray, Red Velvet, Izzy James, my mom's best friend, Judy, Phoebe, Rachel Rose, and I could go on, but I won't. So let's welcome today's guest, someone who crawls better than I can walk. I give you the insidious one, Sid Mars. You know what? Maybe I got too comfortable there. Can I call you Sid or would you like ma'am? You can or... call me Sid. Don't ever call me ma'am. That's one thing oh. you cannot do. Got not it. Okay. But you can got call it. me Sid. Everyone can call me Sid. When you were growing up, did you have to call like your parents um, ma'am and sir? No, I actually call my parents by their first name. Really? How long has that been going on since you started talking? Well, I called them mom and dad for a little bit, but then I don't know. I don't know when it started, honestly, and probably about elementary school. I just was real sassy, and I would, I, I'll, I'll say their names. I'd call them Mark and Leanne right to their face. Oh, really? Like, listen up, Mark. Yeah. I have hey, some Mark. news for you, Mark. Exactly. Okay. All right. Good. I have a quick question for you, and it's not a quick question. I don't know why I even just said that. Um, is any of your character, you may know, you know, your character is super unique. Do you, is any of that based on you? like Mark's daughter? Yeah, it is. I, I myself have a little bit of darkness to me. Do you design your own gear? I do. I, I make the like design part of it. I don't make it myself. Like my yeah. first gear I had actually was stuff that I did put together myself, but my cool, like really flashy gear, Leanne yeah. made it. Really? Yes. Does she, does she charge you anything? Not necessarily money. Is there any type of deal? Yeah, I mean, my time. I, I think my time can be hard to get, so she charges a little bit of my time, and I don't mind. 
She's That's all right. So when she's on the clock, you give her some time, but then you also treat her as a, a mother or just Leanne at other times. She's, yeah, she's just Leanne. She's she's a great mother and she is extremely talented. She made my wedding dress even. So really, yes. How long does it take to make a wedding dress? It took her one person six months. It took her six months because it was all. I mean, she's not a professional. She loves to do it. But it's not like she was out here getting paid to make dresses for people. And this is something she really wanted to do because her mother, my grandmother, had some to yeah. do with her wedding dress. So she wanted to make mine. And ooh, she did a great job. People were I, extremely impressed. Can, did you, at what point did she show it to you for the first time? Like, did you see it all along the way or did she make it and then? all along the way because it's basically it's couture so couture is yeah. like handmade so she's not using like she uses a little bit of machine here and there but she made it herself and had to fit every piece of it to my body so i was there for the whole process i did a lot of standing and i don't stand still very well and i yeah, got yeah, poked yeah. a lot oh geez did but was it exciting at the same time yeah of course it was it was really it, it was Honestly, fascinating and amazing to watch her make art on me while I stood there. Yeah, totally sculpting you. Exactly. Did, did you have any color in the dress or was it just white? I had color. It was mauve. So it was kind of a oh. dusty pink. I did not have any white. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, th that seems like that fits. Um, did, did you, um, have you ever gone out like to dinner or to the gas station or the bank um, in your gear? <laughs> I have been in sticky situations where I have been ordering food uh, out and about. I get really, you know what I love? I love October because in October, no one looks at me funny. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> but I've had some weird reactions. I think the worst thing is like sometimes after a show, I'm going really fast, can't wash all the black paint off my arms. And here I am at the driveway ready to order a cheeseburger. And yeah. here I put my hand out and the person, they don't want my money anymore. And yeah, totally. They're really skeptical of whether my intentions are good. I should start adopting that practice because I get no respect where I live. Um, do you, um, do, do you, um, how, how do I put this? I don't know how to put this. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Austin, Texas, actually. Oh, and that's where the university is, right? Um, actually, I'm in Houston, and that's but you mean University okay, of Texas? Yes, that is in Austin. That's Texas. in Austin. UT, yes. Okay, so you—that's where you grew up. Yeah. And were your parents from that area? No, my parents are not from that area. My uh, parents are from Washington State. I was actually born in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, all really? Yes, but I moved to Texas like right after I was born. We moved to Texas for my parents' work. So uh, Austin, Texas, I, I haven't lived there in six, almost six years now, but that's my home. And do your parents still live there? No, we all live in Houston now. Oh, so you all moved? And yes. Are there siblings? I moved like later on in the game. My parents moved to Houston first, actually. And when I found out that Booker T's reality of wrestling was here, I re relocated for that specifically. Did your parents um, move to Houston hoping you wouldn't find out? And then you found out and then you moved and realized. Uh, exactly. Booker 
Yeah. Oh, your poor exactly. parents. They thought they were escaping. Yeah. Did, so did you go to like your, did you have your high school years in uh, Austin? Yes. That is where I went to high school. Okay. Was that a good experience, your high school years, when you look back? You know, high school was interesting. Uh, I didn't go for the entire time. I actually graduated early because I wanted to get out so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was the president of orchestra. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. I play a mean cello. Really? Could you still, if I presented you a cello right now, um, could you play it? Yeah, not very well. I haven't touched a cello in a while. I, my main instrument is actually bass. So I love to play some funky bass lines. If you handed me a bass, I could play that for you. Cello, oh, I still, cool. I, I still re remember a competition piece or two. I probably could pull out of somewhere. Yeah, like if I gave you some basic like uh, sheet music, you might be able to play us a, a yeah. tune. All right, yes. we'll do that on. We'll do that on part two. Part um, two. What was your personality like? Is it sim like you know back then? Was it similar to what it is today, or how your friends have described way. you? I have been the same way my entire life. I am. Uh, I have been told that I have always been extra. Is the word okay? extra but in a good way i'm, I'm kind of unapologetically yeah. me um mm -hmm. i'm one of those people who i i can never tell a lie my friends yeah, yeah oh you're yeah i'm bad at it um i'm terrible I, it. It's, I know it's all right here and then i just totally. the person is like laughing by the end of it and i'm like but it's not it's a lie <laughs> yeah totally it's i it's the guilt that gets me you know <laughs> like <laughs> I just, um, something here just will not coordinate it. Like up here, the lie may be going and I'm ready for it, but this is never ready to tell, tell the lie. Yeah. Yeah. What did like, would people consider, consider you goth? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Now, I was, was that I would say alternative because I have my moments. I like colors too, but yeah, I was yeah. middle school. I was a hard, I was hard line goth for, for did, sure. Did that scare mm -hmm. people off? I think that because I'm very outgoing, it didn't. Okay. The, the, it was just the look. It was just my look. Yeah. Did you have, were you in a, a group of friends who also, you know, dressed similar or had the similar style? No, I was really. a nerd. I, I hung out with the nerds. Those are my people. Oh, thank I mean, you. I played orchestra. I was, I mean, I've been playing video games my whole life. That's like, as far as my mental health goes, that's a huge outlet for me is gaming. So do you still play? Oh, absolutely. What do you what's your uh, what's in there right now? So my my recent things I've been playing, I've been kind of just cycling through Breath of the Wild still because there's just I I'm, I'm, I want a hundred percent it, man. I want yeah, to totally. so I'm just I'm just going and going and going. I'm gonna do all the side quests. Uh believe it or not, the newer the newer downloadable content for Animal Crossing is great. Oh really? Uh, there's that yeah i'm not i'm not a pc gamer but i do play i i've got playstation 5 i've got xbox i've got those things but my my main thing right now has been the switch because it's so easy i can travel with it it's and uh, oh i'm trying to think my, my favorite one of my favorite franchises is uh the elder scrolls oblivion morrowind oh, all that my heart that's and, some of my and, favorites and you you said you have a significant other I do. I do have a significant other. Is is he or she into um, gaming as well? Oh yes, they are very into oh, gaming. Awesome. That's great. 
Oh, this really went past you. I got a PlayStation 5, but I really got me a PlayStation 5. Yeah, it? totally. I got my son a Switch Lite for his birthday. It's 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 at my bedside constantly. It's great. <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even know if he remembers that we have it. Um, Good. This is what I wanted to ask you before. Do people every single day ask you about your hair? I get a lot of uh, looks. And uh, what I actually get is a lot of children who are just really? glued to me. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of different hair colors. In fact, like uh -huh. I had hair. You've seen some of the pictures of Insidious where the hair is red to black. And yep. little girls thought I was Ariel. I mean, they literally thought I, I'm scary. I'm scarier. Oh, wow. But I got and a lot of people. You're aware that people are looking at you, maybe not even children? Yeah. You can okay. tell when people are staring at your hair. And women are so complimentary. They're so, so sweet. I mean, I constantly get compliments on it. People don't look at me like, that chick's got green hair. Yeah, like, yeah. Your hair is amazing. And it makes me feel really nice. So people have been nice to me about it. I don't know. There's someone somewhere who's like, that chick's got green hair, man. Yeah. No, but it's a nice color green, actually. Thank you. Did, how how often do you have to maintain that? How much time it goes into once like, a month? A weekly thing it, you gotta... It's not a weekly thing. I go once a month uh, and okay. get it done, and it does take about half the day to get it done because I'm very very blonde. Leanne's your name, correct? Huh? Your mom? Your mom's Leanne. Leanne. Yes. Does Leanne does she do hair as well? Like when you said I take it to this person. Oh no, actually, uh, so there's a pro wrestler named Alexander Crowley and his significant oh, other Lilith does my uh, hair. Really? Yes. Did you, wait, did you did you say you're blonde? Yes. I'm a natural blonde. Did you was was Leanne like um how could you do this to this beautiful head of hair like when you did it for the first time? She took me the first time I got my hair colored. That's actually a great story. I wanted it jet black, jet black. Okay. This is actually one of the first times Leanne betrayed me. Oh, wow. And I mean betrayed. This is, a, this is a story of betrayal now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear this. So I wanted my hair black desperately. Went to get my hair colored. I'm sitting in the chair. I got my cape on. I look terrible because everyone looks terrible in those capes. <laughs> my mom walks away when the guy goes to mix the color, and I think nothing of it. He does my hair, washes it out, blow dries me and turns me around. And my hair is dark brown because she did not want me to have black hair. Oh and God. that drove a, sh a very big shift between the two of us for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I cripping I your style, her. literally. Yeah, I don't so, think I forgave so, her. So did, did you guys ever get over it? Or is this one of those things like, I forgive you, but I'll never forget? Exactly. I, I, I don't even know if I really forgive her, but I just moved on because it's Leanne. And I yeah, love it's Le you're, you're right. It's Leanne. Her. Um, so when has it, at this point, say so you're, you're in high school, you graduate after what your junior year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Up to that point, when did pro wrestling first make its appearance in your mm -hmm. life? Well, after that, I was not allowed to watch <laughs> wrestling growing up. Were you a snob about it? You know, it was banned in my house because my parents are both in the medical industry. And the second that we started to be like, oh, that's cool. Let's try it. They went, no, because we don't want to go back to work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it wasn't until later in life. I will admit that uh, I am 
can't believe I'm saying this. I'm notorious for the first time that I was asked to go see wrestling saying the sentence, isn't that for people who like NASCAR? And yes, it is. And NASCAR is not that bad either. But I lived, I have to live with that statement that I made at yeah. 21 years old. It's kind of it's got some truth in it, you know. Like, but there's nothing. But like you said, there's that. nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So I was 21 when I went to my first independent wrestling show, and that was an Inspire Pro show in Austin, Texas, that had like Keith Lee on it, Matt Palmer, uh, Gregory James, who's now Izzy James. Yeah, I mean, wow. An amazing star-studded event, and it all it took was one independent wrestling show for me to go. I love this. This is amazing. Now, I didn't decide right then and there, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. Okay. But I knew I was a fan. I was absolutely 100% sold on it. Uh, I actually have a really big performance background. I grew up doing musicals and plays, you know, one-act plays doing theater and stuff. And so I also played music for many years of my life. So all of it together, once I saw the spectacle and saw people telling these stories while beating the shit out of each other, I was like, this probably one of the coolest things to see in my entire life so had you did you up up to that point before you went to that first show did you know about like independent wrestling or just like you've heard of wwe before i had only heard of what i knew about wrestling was uh stone cold steve austin mm-hmm. hulk hogan and john cena that's what i knew i'll be perfectly honest. i so you knew like Stone-Cold. how much my mom knew yeah, I, I will say, though, even before I was a wrestling fan, I loved Stone Cold Steve Austin, just for oh, what okay. he is. So I yeah, didn't yeah, love yeah. wrestling, but I loved that man, and I still love that man. Did you have a, so did you have a plan? Like, what was your plan then? What were you doing at the time? Were you working? Whenever I first at went the, to During the time you went to your first show. Yeah, I, I was playing music professionally, actually. I was playing ba- uh, bass guitar in an all-women's cover band that played 48 weekends out of the year. I was constantly on stage. Uh, yeah, so I, I love to play music. I love to be on stage in general. So getting to see that, it really sparked something in me, and it became a new outlet that I enjoyed watching, of course. Uh, and I never thought for a second I was going to do it. It wasn't until two years later I watched mm-hmm. my first Joshi women's wrestling matches. And after mm-hmm. watching the Japanese women wrestle, that that style of wrestling specifically, I went, I have to do this. This is my dream. Like I, I, had, I didn't ever think in a million years I would step in a ring. But then I saw them and I saw a different side of women and I saw the strength that mm-hmm. was just unparalleled. And it was beautiful. I cried, man. I freaking cried. Oh, really? It brought, yeah, it moved me to tears watching these powerful women go out there and have these bouts against each other. And at the end, shake each other's hands and walk away. Some bloodied, you know, some black and blue. Yeah. It was just, it was art to me. It was awesome. So that that was the thing that made me go, I, I got to start training. And were Mark and Leanne on board with this plan? <laughs> Not at first, necessarily. My significant other is a wrestler, so they kind of, they knew what he did and they thought that yeah. that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't really want me doing it necessarily, but one of the things that Mark and Leanne know, mm-hmm. you can't stop me. Yeah, yeah. If I want to do it, I'm going to put my brain to it and I'm going to do it. So, which is a good, it's a good quality, but yeah. I don't think this is where they wanted me 
channeling that, but mm -hmm. uh, they love it now. I'll say they're it, massive fans now. They've they've come to your shows. Yes, they come to as many as they can. They used to come to all of my music shows, so now they come to my wrestling shows. What kind of music were you playing in the cover band? We were basically, we were honestly just mostly hits, but we did a lot of 80s rock. So, oh, you know, cool. Van Halen, Guns N' Roses, Black Sabbath, kind of all oh. the, the very good ones. Also, we did, you know, Blondie, Bangles, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, because we play weddings and corporate events. I mean, these are this, this was this, that's how you make good money in music. I'll be honest. Any person out there listening who's like, man, I just want to make money playing music. Well, you don't really play what you like. You play what other people like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a really good point. Oh, that's good money too. Um, okay. I want to become a pro wrestler. You're saying this. What's the first mm -hmm. step? What's the first thing you do? Well, because my significant other is already wrestling, I was able mm -hmm. to kind of take my first steps with him. And I was very much, I referred to myself as an orphan at the beginning of my time in wrestling because I didn't sign up at a school, a specific school. I kind of went around with him. I got to mm -hmm. learn from all, like there are so many schools in Texas, number one. Texas is just yeah. a wealth of wrestling, as you know now. Mm -hmm. It's especially booming now. So I got to train at Hybrid. There was a place in Odessa called OSW. I had trained a little bit there. I kind of got to go and, and touch all the different schools to see what it was about. Mm -hmm. I ended up training for the longest at the beginning of my career at MPX in Dallas, Metro okay. Metroplex Wrestling. Um, but there was a moment that I I found when I really found out Booker T had a school in Houston and my parents lived there. I said to myself, if I take this seriously and if this is what I want to do, I have to be there. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I picked up and moved and went there and the rest is history. No, I'm just kidding. So what do you do? I mean, cause that's a prestigious, uh, you know, wrestling school. Do you have to apply? Do you like, what's the, how do you get into it? So you do apply to, to get into reality wrestling. You can apply and you do kind of go through a process a vetting process to get in. Uh, my husband, was actually already working with them directly and on shows so i was able to meet them through him and kind of get to feel the ring out do some kind of have a match in front of booker when i was really really bad so that was yeah. really fun oh my god <laughs> he's nice though he was he was nice to me even though i was absolutely horrible he was you nice. were you able to even think about your match like no while in the match knowing that booker t is i love harlem heat so when i first was like really watching wrestling i fell in love uh, with Harlem and heat and thought they were just the bad most badass tag team out there yeah, so yeah. being just in the same room with him was a lot to process oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so um, no we couldn't think straight at all <laughs> um and so they what they they say you know we'd like you to start training here and is that in every day monday through friday they are open Monday through Friday. You have the ability Monday through Friday to train at Booker T's. Absolutely. They keep the doors open for, and they, they, we do promo classes. We do film study. We of course do in-ring work. We have, we break down into basic intermediate and advanced courses. So it, it's, it, it, it has the reputation it has for a good reason. Is it like a, a very well-kept like um, training yeah. center? Absolutely. It's the very facility. professional. Yes. There's three rings. We've got room for everybody. Like it, it's got a full gym set up as well. Nice locker rooms. So yeah, it is. An, it's a nice setup. 
Oh, have you ever slept there? I did not sleep there ever. No, I did not sleep there. I've taken but if a nap. there was like, oh, okay, I guess that would. Well, no, no mm -hmm. natural disaster. You can't get home. Is there somewhere comfortable you can sleep there? Oh yeah, I could sleep there. Without to. like getting a uh, ringworm. Yeah, no, not laying on a mat or <laughs> Have you ever gotten ringworm in your career, wrestling no, career? I have not, thank right. goodness. I'm I'm yeah. one of those people like you wrestle and then you get clean as soon as possible. Can I ask a question? And you might not want to answer this, and I hope it's not inappropriate. Is it weird the first time getting people's like body sweat on you and touch? Yeah. It's okay. gross. I, I don't know if that's but, like a bad question. I'll say it's 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 pretty gross. It can be pretty gross. You get used to it fast. I also okay. did. I did. I did. Oh, here's another one for you. I did ballet for 12 years, and you do interact sometimes in touch in ballet, and you're sweaty then too. Uh -huh. uh, so, and I mean, I I dealt with a lot of sweat, but this is sweat real up close and personal. And, yeah, and the, yeah. when you first start to do it. You have to get used to it. But I think it's one of those things that when you are like training to become a pro wrestler, you love it so much and you're so excited to finally be doing it. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, like you don't think yeah, totally. twice about how kind of gnarly it is. Do you remember getting in the ring for the first time? Like getting into yeah. a wrestling ring for the first time? I do. How I'm, is how does that feel? Like from like someone you who were a wrestling fan, obviously, after um is it like surreal? It is. It's totally surreal because first of all, you have an idea of what you think a wrestling ring is like. Uh -huh. Everybody, every person who watches thinks they know what it's like. Sure. Every person who has their first date training thinks they know the, you know, the inner workings of a ring. You might've seen a diagram or think that you understand, yeah. but it's not until you st step foot in, one, foot in one that you really, you really get what you're dealing with and what it uh -huh. is really like. Also, Different rings are different. That's all I'll say. Not every wrestling ring feels or is the same. So mm -hmm. I do I do vividly remember the first one that I stepped foot into, and it was a very large ring. So it was very intimidating. It was a 20 by 20 foot, like the big ones, WWE. Oh, wow. So it was very intimidating. And I remember going, yeah, this is not padded like I thought it was. <laughs> it, I definitely it, it, was one of those people who assumed that it was it was. The, the, the padding was like this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is no. this? Like plywood? It, it's boards. Yes, we have big boards. And then we're talking like little mat. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. It's like car so you, you know you're basically on just wood. sprayed on. You know you're on wood. Like when you're walking on, you know you're on wood. What was the, the thing that was hardest for you to pick up on it uh, when you started training? Ooh. You know, I'll say it actually took me a while to learn bumping, like uh, back bumping specifically, which mm -hmm. is our most basic bump. Yeah, but yeah. That, uh, that was in the way I had to learn was I literally had to look at my husband and go, "Give me a clothesline, just do it." And yeah, he was yeah. like, "Me? No, no, do it on the mat. Just do it on the mat." And I was like, "Trust me, I need the momentum. Just yeah. give me a clothesline." And after he gave me a clothesline, now I could bump. That's all I needed was I needed to feel have somebody push me, and then I was able to do it myself. But wow. I had about a week of trying to properly back bump where my and my neck was so unstable because I hadn't trained my neck. I didn't know yeah. that how strong I really needed my neck to be. Like, of course I know now. 
yeah, and I was just it's like a freaking rag doll in there. I'd go to take my bath, and my neck is just all over the place like a freaking newborn. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a, a learning curve there. But once once I just let somebody give me a good takedown, it made sense. So if you were to say get thrown out of, and I've asked people this before, thrown out of like a first floor uh, window or maybe even a garden unit, would you be able to better, would you be more prepared to take a landing from something like that than someone like me? Absolutely. No question. Cause I mean, I, I, I know exactly how to, if you get thrown over the top rope, you know, like you got to yeah, know yeah. how to hit and how, or how to roll. It's very tactical. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So yes. Did, did you have to tell your, your husband that you cheated on him to finally get him to do the clothesline? <laughs> no. No. Okay. You didn't have to I make just, him angry. I just looked at him and was like, you gotta do it, dude. You gotta do it. I'm going to have to take clotheslines, man. It's going to happen. Yeah. That's a move I'm going to have to take. And he was like, I guess you're right. It's so. for the relationship, you know, it can only yeah. improve the relationship. Exactly. Do you want do me to be shitty? Like, you're married to that shitty wrestler. You know? Exactly. Do, yeah. do you, do you have a, a day job, a shoot job? I you do have a shoot really job. Do they know yeah. that you're, that you're a wrestler? They sure was, do. There was no hiding that. Well, I did hide it because obviously for a good while I was a masked wrestler until recently. I only just mm -hmm. took my mask off at the end of the year, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, the only reason they found out, I did tell my, I did tell them when I was getting interviewed because I wanted to be able to get my time off that I needed. And I'm yeah. not going to be the one who lies and then someone finds you on the internet and then you lose your job for lying. Yeah, I can't lie. lie. But <laughs> um, what actually happened was I had my collarbone broken a second time. And... I, it was while I was working there. So it, I had broken my collarbone earlier on in the year, but hadn't gotten this specific job yet. And then yeah, the yeah. second broke it while it was while I was in this position and I had to take a, you know, a month and a half or so off. I couldn't do my job. Uh, and everybody knew at that point. And then I got to find out that like everyone I work with is a pro wrestling fan. <laughs> so oh, it ended that's, up oh, that's so unique. Yes. Well, I, I'm a support agent. I fix computers. So a lot of really well, cool nerds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you are a, a bit a big nerd. You fit in really well. <laughs> I mean, you seem like a lot of different, you can fit in a lot of different groups. Um, but uh, does, does being a pro wrestler, do, do your husband ever like go on vacation or, you know, take two weeks off or, I mean, do you ever do that? No, it's always, you've been working constantly. It's the, it's the grind. Honestly, when you're an independent wrestler, you, if you want it, you have yeah. to spend all of your time doing it. And it's not just, you know, the, it, it's the social media, it's the content creation. If anything, if we're going somewhere, it's probably because we're there to create content, which is kind of a downfall. I'll say to have like, it's so awesome to have a platform to have fans and to make people feel something. But there is a certain point in time where you sit back and you look at your life and you look at what you what you spend your time doing and social media takes up a lot of your time. And that's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Like, is there pressure to maintain like all these accounts, you know, and like have up-to-date pictures and videos and all that stuff? 
Yeah, it's probably the hardest part. I mean, the, the best part about wrestling, being a wrestler is wrestling. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> the yeah, worst sure. part about being a wrestler is social media presence for me. Now, I, I know that I have peers that would disagree and that absolutely love it and that love to stream and do all kinds sure. of stuff. Um, but for me, it's draining. It is very draining to try to keep up with all of it. I don't feel like I'm very good at social media, if I'm perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Um, so that's probably it too. Like I'm, I've just never been like, I'm very technically savvy, but something about the algorithm and I just, just doesn't, Does, doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> um, so do you remember, so your first match, were you, did you say, Hey, I'm ready. Or did someone say you're ready for your first match? They said I was ready. My, it was my husband were ready? said I was ready. Oh, um, and did you think you were? I did think I was, you know, I did think I was ready. And I think that I was prepared enough for that match. I mean, it was, it was terrible. Like everybody else's first match was, uh -huh. um, but it was kind of cool because I got to have my first match in front of a crowd in Odessa that had seen me ma manage like my first time managing ever. Cause I managed my husband for a while yeah. um, was there and they got okay. to see me progress like see my gear go from some really shady shit to like really slick, cool stuff. And see yeah, my, yeah, character, yeah. my character became itself there. So mm. getting to have my first match there, I think one thing I'll say that doesn't happen to a lot of people is when you have your first match, you go out there usually to silence. Yeah. I expected that because you're, I'm new and I didn't think mm -hmm. anybody was going to think anything of it. And it was a very emotional moment. I came out there and people lost it. They couldn't believe that I was actually wrestling because they thought I was just a manager. They none yeah, of them yeah. knew I was training to be a wrestler. So that was that honestly, that pop is one of the bigger pops I've ever gotten. And every match after that was upsetting. Oh, <laughs> really? Wait, it, it's then gone I downhill. got the proper rookie treatment where people didn't know who the hell I was, which yeah, is how yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be. But it's it was special that my first match happened to be in front of a crowd that that really liked what I had created because I worked so hard on Insidious. Is it is it um I guess awesome having like your husband as you know um you can always ask have someone there you can always ask a question to that you can trust that has your best you know uh, has your best uh, uh, intentions in mind um, is that an, uh, a plus? in the industry? Absolutely. I, I, I think it absolutely is. I think that there's a, a lot of ways that, you know, being in a relationship with another wrestler might derail some people, but I haven't mm -hmm. experienced that. I've been so fortunate. Uh, my significant other's been doing it for 11 years. He's extremely talented. He's a wealth of knowledge in every single aspect of wrestling. And I'm not just like, I'm not just tooting his horn here because yeah. I'm his wife. I mean, sure. he's, a, he, he's great. My husband is Izzy James. Wow. So uh, he's really, really, and he he may not be signed right now to any major places. He's been on AEW. He's done WWE. Yeah. He's done a lot of work everywhere. I mean, he's right now probably kind of on his climb. So proud of him. Uh, but everything I've learned, I, I feel like the real fundamentals that I've learned and the important stuff I learned, I learned from him and his mistakes. It's great. And you guys learned from his mistakes. Had for, when you got married, had you guys had you had your first match or been in a ring yet? Yes, okay. actually, I did, and I, I my second collarbone break was a week after we got married. I wrestled oh, in London, geez. 
came back and had a match in the U.S. and my had a I was given a bad German suplex and broke my collarbone. Is that like is is collarbone? Is it always susceptible now? Like once you break it to getting broken again? So the deal is, I had a plate that was about this big, and when okay. it broke, it broke right next to the plate. So that part was perfectly fine and intact. Now my yeah. plate is this big, sorry, this big, and yeah. I have 15 screws and it is indestructible. So that collarbone oh. is fine. It's okay. the other collarbone now that could break or snap. It takes eight pounds of pressure to break Because it's the softest bone in the body, right? Yeah, or something yeah. like that. It, it really yeah. takes a whole lot of nothing to break it. It's, it's, it's very pliable, you know, and it's why we can, you know, do all this business. But snapping, I, I don't wish it on anybody, dude. I don't wish it on anybody. Not being able to lift your arm, not being able to yeah. clean yourself, shower, change your own shirt. That was, it, it was so humbling. And to go through it twice, you know, uh -huh. and still come back from it. And that's another spot that having a, a husband in wrestling who understands the job is really, really nice because yeah. I couldn't have done it alone. If I didn't have get, like, depressed. Like him, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, it totally affects. I will say that injuries affect wrestlers in a way that fans don't understand, I think. Um, okay. And they say a lot of really mean things, you know, whenever somebody gets hurt. Like they'll like, you know, they, they like to make their own stories up and this and that or yeah. talk about how bad you are when you come back from your injury or how you're just like, oh, you probably should have quit anyway. I've heard, like, I've had a lot of mean things said <laughs> to okay. me and about me. And none of that hurts as bad as having to get back in the ring for the first time and being afraid because there's fear there. And fear breaking is like, oh, it's a huge part of wrestling. It's what you do when you first start. Mm -hmm. So when you do come back from an injury that happens to you in the ring, not just like, oh, I hurt myself out while I was working out. Yeah, yeah. But an injury that happens in front of a live audience. Mm -hmm. It's scary and it does affect your psyche a little bit. And you got to re-break fears that were already well broken. You've got to adjust your move set, all kinds of things. So it, it, it can be a real uh, confidence killer. Yeah. I imagine it being so frustrating. Like, or I mean, were you nervous to, once you got back in the ring to do like take a bump or get clotheslined or, you know, or do, you, so, or, you, or do you work with, say, your husband who kind of eases you into getting back in there? I did a lot of physical therapy. I chose to do sports medicine physical therapy both times. So okay. basically I started at the base level of physical therapy to the point where in my in, in the therapy place that I was at, it's like a gym. I was doing mm -hmm. roles. They were watching me do roles, watching me try to do different movements that I would do in a ring to make sure I was ready to actually do it. So I am very fortunate to have some great uh, PTs and orthopedic specialists who helped me along the way to get back in shape where I can do this again. That's the only reason I've been able to come back from two collarbone injuries and I'm, I even have had a hamstring injury is because I take it, my body seriously yeah. and I take my body to a professional, which I think is another thing that a lot of wrestlers, we just want to keep going. We want to have another match. You just want to go, go, mm -hmm. go. That nagging injury can end your career, and oh, you gotta get I mean, taken care. So, like, you—it's like, did you ever get to the point where, like, oh, this isn't working? I'm not coming back. 
Or no. I mean, was there ever, you never got down like that level? I I have had times where I was like, uh, where where people when fans would say things like, "Well, maybe I should just quit," but never in my heart was I like, "I'm gonna quit." Yeah, I never yeah, yeah. I never did that to myself. There's plenty of moments where I was like, "Well, I guess everybody just thinks I should quit," but I myself never wanted to do that. Okay, okay. Um, so is the like once you so you had your first match and you know there's nerves obviously. Does it get easier like even from the to the next match? Is it do you feel a little more comfortable in the ring? Oh yeah, absolutely. It it, it takes reps. It just takes it's practice, just like anything else is. Like riding your bike, it takes reps. Mm -hmm. I had an edge on everybody a little bit because I've been performing on stage since I was two. So it's like, yeah, uh, uh, the, people staring at me while I make a mistake doesn't faze me. I don't care. <laughs> I've wow. made my mistakes in front of crowds, but it hurts. It hurts me because I don't want to make mistakes. Like it, it, it hurts me, but I'm not necessarily hurt that it's happening. I don't panic and freak out out there. Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone just saw that. Everyone's seen me mess up a bass solo. People have seen me mess up my lines before and something. Yeah. So that, that part of it for me was always a little bit easier, but without mm -hmm. a doubt, more reps you get, the less scary it gets going out there. Well, it's, it's an interesting way, way to, to look at it. Um, did, did you, did any, are you still in touch with anyone that you like grew up with or went to high school with? Yeah, absolutely. So would people be sh shocked to know that you're a pro wrestler? They are. They are very, very oh. confused. <laughs> Because I hated Confused. John oh, that's Cena. great. I hated John Cena so much. Like. It sounds so you mean to say. Life. I love John Cena now, but I hated John Cena so much. And there was like back when I was in high school, there was like this like number you can dial where it was like John Cena talking about SummerSlam pay per view and you're a patriot and this and that. And I everyone would always like play it on speaker and all this stuff. And I thought it was so annoying, and I hated his uh -huh. theme music. So I was kind of known for being a hater at least a little bit Oh, okay on john cena specifically but john cena if you're listening i love you now is it okay i don't know i may yeah, have just ruined my chances of making friends with john cena right here yeah he's most likely listening and i'm sure he's compassionate and you guys would have a beautiful friendship um i think it's probably just a matter of time i, I have think a question so. for you because i'm not i was never like this but i wanted to be like this when did you Oh, this is a weird way of saying it. when you stop caring and i don't mean it like i mean it more like you don't care like you, what your appearance is like when you were a kid like you you know you like you knew what you like to wear what colors you like to wear and didn't care you you were on stage performing in front of people fine with that when did you get that or is that something you're just born with I, I, I would say probably something you're born with, but I think it has to do with your parents cultivating that in you. My parents were yeah. so supportive of me and whatever I wanted to do, whatever weird idea I had, it didn't matter what I wanted to do. It was that I wanted to do it. So as long as it wasn't putting myself in danger, Mark and Leanne were right there with the pom-poms for me, cheering for me. Yeah. So I, I think if I didn't have parents that just were so damn supportive, I probably wouldn't be nearly as comfortable in my own skin or as like, cause I really don't care. <laughs> I, I love, I'll wear anything. I'll rock any hairstyle, any haircut, uh -huh. whatever. But I've never felt self-conscious 
And like I said, I, I owe that to my parents for making, letting me be me and letting my freak flag fly. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh God, that's you. You're really lucky. I mean, cause people I've talked to, like their parents aren't as enthusiastic, um, you know, as, or in supportive. So th- th- that's, that's amazing. Okay. I have a question for you. Yes. And you, the answer can't be your husband because that's just like assumed he he would be part of it as well. If AEW or WWE came to you and said, we'd like you to come work for us and you can bring one of your peers. You don't have to tell me a name or anything. Uh, you don't have to tell me a name or anything. But do you have someone that you would like to, that you would bring along with you? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. You don't have to say the name. But, um, oh, that's great. <laughs> Is it more than one person? Oh yeah, I probably have at least four people that I would want to come right oh, along. Cool. That I think could hang and that deserve their time in the sun. Wow. Um, okay, so what's coming up next for you? Like, do you? Mm-hmm. Is it hard to get yourself out there? You it know what I mean? Be. Like, I'll say that the after taking my mask off the gimmick change uh kind of that mm-hmm. i've been transitioning through it's been a little bit easier to get booked mm-hmm. i guess you know i was very niche character before yeah. and very like horror based and you had to like that kind of stuff to really yeah. want to book me so i hope these people who are booking me still understand i'm still scary <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> i'm frightened <laughs> don't know what to say um yeah yeah but, it can be hard to get yourself out there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still new. Like I COVID happened and took a whole year out of my, my time. I've been wrestling for three years. I've really been wrestling for two years. So yeah. 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 So I'm still really just on trying to kind of grind and get my name out there in general. Uh, I'm trying to fill up my books for the year, slowly getting that going. I'm, now I'll tell you the weather right here in Texas right now is getting I'm gonna say crazy for Texans because it's snowing in Dallas we've got like sleet here in Houston so my next thing I have coming up is supposed to be a show on Saturday in Dallas at the Texas Independent Wrestling Expo but that might not happen oh that sucks everyone like I haven't left my house in three days because the weather and I'm in Illinois so yeah it's everyone it's crazy um, They're shutting down schools here and stuff for things. Oh yeah, <laughs> my kids have been home for three days. I'm 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 going crazy. I this was like my first um, interaction with an adult today. So I was like, there you really go. like, right? I just need to make it till six thirty. I just need to make it till six thirty. Um, <laughs> all right, we have learned a lot today. We've learned about Leanne and Mark's love and affection for their their daughter. We learned about your confidence. We learned about you getting in the ring for the first time, your creativity. I have some questions, though, for you. Um, they're just yes or no questions, but they're not wrestling related. Can I ask those to you? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Have you ever been given a document to read and then they told you to set it on fire or just destroy it? Yes. Really? Wow. Can you open a soda can with your mouth? I would never. No. Okay. For $260,000, would you eat a seven pound pizza? Now, let me qualify this by saying you don't have to, you can take as long as you want to eat it, but it's got to be in one sitting. I would do that for a lot less money. Yes. Really? Wow. Okay. 
Um, do you frequent any uh, mermaid or merman conventions? No. Okay. You're doing great. You're almost done. Have you ever sworn at a child? Yes. Can I know this? Can you tell us the circumstances of that? Um, I have two children and I hate children. So they were being a I little shithead. Does that answer? Mm -hmm. It was it, it was it was a child that was someone else's child that was out in public that was absolutely being terribly annoying and and yeah. I may have called them a shithead. You're only human, you know. I am. The parent yeah, wasn't mad be because their child was being a shithead, though. I'll say that that was kind of awesome. I got so lucky because that parent was like, "Yeah, you're right." You're right. I today I got a um, hold on I got to go take a dump from my eight year old, uh, so that that kind of threw me a little bit, um, but whatever. Um, Sid, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Like I said, this was like like the highlight of my day, and it you know, yeah. it is. Um, so I appreciate that, especially on a Thursday night um, in the middle of uh, terrible weather that you're having down in Texas. Yes, sir. in Illinois for that matter. But anyways, <laughs> um, give my best to Mark and Leanne, as always, of course. Um, tell them I will get them on one of these days. I'm working my way around it. But um, and, yeah. until then, thank you so much. I I, um, I really appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but health and happiness in uh, this 2022. Thank you, Brad. I had a great time chatting with you. Hope to do it again. Awesome. Take care, Seth.